big game, baby. It's the week we have been waiting for, Andy. Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Jamar Chase, Mr. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, going basically versus air, which is the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. I hope Joe Burrow doesn't get killed. My dear, beloved Joe Burrow, but it is a big game week. And obviously, Andy, there's a lot we got to get to, including what you should be doing right now with your cards leading up to the big game, as well as the NFL draft later this offseason. But Andy, as far as just what you've seen, not only on eBay, but just on Twitter, Instagram, wherever people are, wherever people sell their cards now, uh, what's been the one thing that's kind of stuck out to you uh, about this week? Well, we've got a tremendous amount of hype. Uh, for these guys rookie cards what really sticks out to me though is the amount of money that people are spending on joe burrow rookie cards <laughs> over matt stafford right and we we know there's more variety more availability joe burrow rookie cards especially high-end stuff when in some set some panini sets you have multiple one of ones right um but the 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 difference was like $579,000 with a $40,000 average sale. These are the most expensive Joe Burrow rookie cards sold uh, going back to December compared to the same time period. Matt Stafford being about $20,000 in, in total top end sales with a $1,300 average. And it's interesting, right? Matthew Stafford, I don't think he's ever going to catch Tom Brady's total yardage. But if you go look at yards per game and you look at all these thrilling Matthew Stafford comebacks he's had over the course of his career, uh, he had the most iconic quarterback wide receiver connection, you know, uh, of a decade. Him and Megatron were a real thing, even though their teams weren't ever good. So it's very fascinating if he actually does win this game. And he's only been to one Pro Bowl, which is very, very fascinating. So, you know, Andy, this is the first thing uh, for me personally, as you know, uh, doing Power Hour LSU, LSU football being my full time job on YouTube. And, you know, this starting to become a thing and me launching a new Instagram LSU football cards. I'm kind of in the, the middle of a conundrum here with Joe Burrow, right, where I'm thinking long term because he is my favorite player. Right. It's different, I believe, Andy, when it comes to investing such as just a long term investment with no connection to the player versus long term investing for a guy that you really, really, really do adore. And Andy, you are like this with Tom Brady now, obviously, with what he did with Tampa Bay last year. It's very interesting because I do think we don't talk enough about it when it comes to actually buying players that you love because your strategy does need to be different. Yeah, absolutely. Carter, the personal collection value that a card has is very important. It's very important. It's something you got to consider, you know, uh, it's one of the reasons why, like, I'm very hesitant to to want to sell my 2020 red cracked ice Tom Brady in, in the Bucks uniform uh, because it means a lot to me as a Tampa Bay fan. Uh, the thing I think you got to consider, which is which is really interesting, right? If you were to go back in time, you know, you could have got Tom Brady in the early 2000s, dirt cheap. You could have got Patrick Mahomes rookie cards uh, circa 2018 or, you know, uh, dirt cheap. And those have hit all time highs. You know, you probably could have 
you know, made close to a, a hundred grand off of a $200 card. Um, and the, the question I think you've got to ask yourself is how many Super Bowls do you see Joe Burrow in? I mean, if we're talking strictly investment right now, the hype is incredibly high. The sports card market is doing very well. We see these transactions, these $2.3 million transaction on a Tom Brady rookie ticket auto. So um, how many more Super Bowls do you see Joe Burrow getting in and potentially winning and being a part of it? It's only going to, I feel, potentially decline from here if he doesn't continue to play at this level. Yeah, and here's my thing, right? And Andy, I was talking about this with you previously. They uh, so on my YouTube channel for those that you know just follow me for the football card stuff. Every time someone buys merch, I give them a piece of my LSU collection, right? So I, I, I throw like a like a Jamar Chase LSU card, and I throw a lot of burrows in there as well. And so now football cards are starting to become big in my little community, and they're asking me a ton of questions about. Right now, when the hype is at the highest, what do I need to do to get Joe Burrow cards? And there's a lot of people out there that don't know anything about cards that sends me photos of them buying Burrows at its peak right now. Okay. And that's not necessarily the best thing. Now, look, if you have a ton of money and it makes you feel great, that's perfectly fine. Right. But you know, you you know this. I, I've shared this on Instagram. I actually sold, you know, my highest in burrow card that I have just so I could make money to get a higher in burrow down the road. And I've discussed this strategy with you as well, Andy. And it sucked. I, I've thought about it nonstop. I loved that freaking card, but I am thinking long term. So it is kind of hard to separate your love for a player. Uh, when it comes to actually, you know, getting rid of a card. And it's it's really, really hard, Andy. It is really hard because we are in this to collect, but sometimes the money can just be too good for a card that you have, and you can use that money and get actually, to me, a Burrow Dream card is one of his numbered rookie ticket autos that are going consistently uh, for four grand right now. So it's it's tough, but sometimes you don't need to be too attached to any one card because that money could potentially get you something else down the road. Yeah, I think for me, the, the hardest part is actually listing the card for sale. But yeah. then once the card actually sells, I, I do feel good like getting that money, like it sells, the the, the buyer pays me. Um, I do feel good at that point. How, how did you feel when you sold your Joe Burrow? Like once it actually sold, I hated it. I, 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 I loved it and I hated it at the same time because actually I do need the money, right? I'm, I'm going to LA tomorrow for the big game. I'm meeting with some, some of my YouTube community out there that, that lives in LA. And they're obviously really excited because Joe, this is the first game and Jamar. I mean, Jamar Chase has such a huge fan base with LSU fans. So I actually, I did need it the money and, um, yeah, you know, I'm going to England later this summer. So, you know, I really do have a long-term Joe Burrow mindset. Now, he's not my main PC, of course. It's Tyron Matthew and, and Jeremy Hill, but Joe Burrow's different, right? He's a quarterback. He's going to be one of the best that ever plays. But I go back to this, Andy, right? Is Joe Burrow going to be better than Russell Wilson, who has had a phenomenal career? 
Well, it, it's up in the air. It's up in the air, right? Because, you know, right now, Russell Wilson cards are cheaper than Joe Burrow cards. And that's the kind of thing that you have to factor in. And as big of a Burrow fan as I am, Andy, this is very key. Josh Allen is still in the AFC. Do you think, let, let me ask you this. Do you think Josh Allen at some point is going to win a Super Bowl? I do, yeah. I okay. Mean, it would be very, right. li- very unlikely if he didn't. <laughs> Justin Herbert, do you think he'll win a Super Bowl? I do, man. I do. Okay. What? And, and then, you know, it's a non-zero chance that Lamar does it. It's a non-zero chance that Dak finally figures it out. Same thing with Kyler Murray, especially with some of the shadiness he's had on Instagram. Um, and, and look, Patrick Mahomes is not going anywhere. It took an all-time collapse from Patrick Mahomes to help the Bengals get to where they are. So, Personally, I really do feel this way. Objectively, moving everything away, I do think Joe Burrow is going to win multiple Super Bowls. I really do. But, you know, once again, that might not happen as well. And you are never guaranteed another chance to play in the big game, right? Ask Aaron Rodgers that question. Ask Drew Brees that question. Uh, it's, it's really hard to get back to the spot. There's so much luck. There's so much randomness that goes into it. So you could be an all-time great. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the 10, quarter, 10 best quarterbacks of all time. He never made it back. He, he never did. So, you know, it, it's very random. It's it's hard uh, for, you know, a lot of us to separate those two things. And, you know, it, it is crazy. And, Andy, there's a lot of people that are asking. I saw someone who is a diehard viewer of the channel that is just wanting Joe Burrow card so bad, and he bought an optic blaster box for $150. Oof. Okay. Wow. So that's why education is is very important uh, because you do see sealed wax going up just because the potential of Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Justin Jefferson cards being in there. So with Joe Burrow having the games that he's having, Andy, everything's going up and people are buying sealed wax. Yeah, that's a very true point. I mean, that's, that's a huge impact on, on the 2020 product overall, because you've now got the chance to pull a Burrow or pull a Herbert who have both been shown to, to be possibly, you know, hall of fame caliber quarterbacks in the future uh, not to mention all the incredible skill position players. Um, and we and we just haven't really seen that level of, of play outside of a few guys in 2021. Man, that 2020 product, sealed product, is a crazy good investment. If anybody's holding that, you know, right now and able to sell it. Man, and also something else I've seen, Andy, from, from Burrow in particular, a lot of people are stretching for college uniform cards, okay? Mm-hmm. They are. And now, as much as I want it to be a thing, I wish college uniform cards more than any more than anyone, Andy. And you know this because NFL draft picks is my favorite Prism product. Uh, I know it's not a popular opinion at all, but it's just my favorite. Uh, you know, I, I would love for college uniform cards to be a thing. And Joe Burrow was such an iconic college uniform player. It's just not. It's not where it is as far as money. Th- those are going for. Way, those are way overvalued right now, selling like crazy. Um, also, just buying at the absolute peak right now. I, I I think people tend to forget once again how hard it's going to be to get back to a Super Bowl, especially Andy if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos. That's just another AFC team where that could be the case. Now, 
Andy, as far as just anything else uh, Super Bowl related, uh, as far as players that are playing or players that aren't playing, is anything really sticking out to you right now? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's go back to, um, you know, the skill position guys. Let's go. In this game, you know, uh, Cooper Cup, man, it's it's unbelievable to see the values of where Cooper Cup has come from, um, and he really presents um, an, an an example of of the formula that we use to really find success in investing and flipping football cards of skill position players. As Cooper Cup was a guy you could have gotten in the seventh, eighth, ninth round of your fantasy football drafts last year. He finished as a top wide receiver. He's now in the Super Bowl. His uh, 2017 rookie card, so same year as Patrick Mahomes, those base prisms that come standard silver, those uh, optic rated rookies with that big rated rookie logo and uh, the no helmet portrait, those are going for all-time highs, Carter. They're they're selling for more than uh, Christian McCaffrey's taking a big decline in his values, but, you know, he – he was a guy who had a really expensive cards in the beginning. Cooper was cheap, and they flip-flopped, and now Coopers are super expensive, almost to the, the level of, of some 2017 quarterbacks. It's, um, it's, it's really amazing to watch that. Cooper Cup just had the best wide receiver season of all time. And that, and, and you also have to factor in how great of a blocker he is. It's, it's the best. And I know there's an extra game in there, but still it's the best. Um but, you know, this was his first year of just all-out dominance. Of course, you know, he had the injury year, and then, you know, he started off his career wearing a different jersey number than he is now. Uh, so don't be fooled by that. He wore 18 and then switched back to 10. But um, it, it's it's a very fascinating thing, you know. that it, It's such an interesting development with him because getting to the Hall of Fame is still going to be tough. Winning this game is going to be absolutely huge for him. Um and and it, it it's fascinating as well because I, there's so many really good looking Aaron Donald cards out there, and we're mm-hmm. talking about the best of the best defensive player uh, of of this era, and that is consensus. It's it's going it it just blows my mind the defensive player thing, especially if he goes out there and dominates. And this is a very favorable matchup versus that Bengals offensive line. It's Man, I, I just can't wait to see if defensive cards ever even do a thing. I do think, Andy, we both do that skill positions will become a thing, um, a, a bigger thing. It already is a thing, but a bigger thing down the road. But defensive players is still going to be a little bit of a stretch, even though, once again, as a Tyron Matthew collector, I would, I would absolutely um, love that. Now, wanted to ask you this question, Andy, about running backs. Uh you know, as far as your investment strategies are concerned, uh, have you done any more research or are you high on any uh, running backs uh, moving forward? I, I am. You know, there, of course, there's injury volatility. And this is a, a perfect point here to talk about Cam Akers, um, oh. you know, because it's not just injury volatility, but it's also fumbling volatility. Um, there's opportunity share volatility. And what we've seen in, in this kind of new, ev- more evolved, uh, more intelligent card market hobby, if you will, is that it's very much more tied to the performance aspect. So we saw a nice little demand spike. Values shot through the roof for Cam Akers whenever you know we knew he was going to play in the uh, divisional round against uh, the Cardinals. And then he came out 
Um, they highlighted his injury recovery process. They highlighted uh, what he was doing to get back on the field, and he made a couple big plays. It wasn't anything crazy, but he did get uh, a bigger, a much bigger opportunity share, and we saw a big demand spike. I sold several Cooper Cups, you know, Optic Hollows, Blue Scope, Rated Rookies, Field Level Silvers, and I was selling them for profit, um, and that that kind of disappeared. I, I still have a couple Cooper Cup, um, excuse me, Cooper Cup. I have a couple Cam Akers cards left, but I and and demand is still out there, but it's nothing to what it was that Monday night and the day after that game. Um, the, the, he fumbled twice against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and even though I mean Sean McVay more or less moved on from that, and I, I don't think it really impacted his his opportunity share. A, huge deal um i think that everybody's watching those games and they right. saw that and i think there's just a a tighter uh leash there's there's not as much uh, leeway for skill position players to make those kind of mistakes than there is like quarterbacks you know we, we, the mike white phenomenon we talk about so right. that's something very important to to be aware of when when targeting running backs absolutely and, and look this happened to me, right? I was at a card show. I was getting ready to trade a, a Jerry Rice rookie for uh, a, a rare Alvin Kamara. And, of course, what happens in Vegas happened in Vegas involving Alvin Kamara. Mm -hmm. So, you know, th there's volatility. You, you never know. Alvin Kamara's never had anything like that happen in his career. But you never know, right? There's just – you feel less amount of leeway with – those positions, not only when it comes to injuries, but stuff like that. Because look, I mean, like you said a minute ago, Chris McCaffrey has just fallen off a cliff. And this would be something I would think about with Jonathan Taylor cards right now. And uh, Andy, because JT cards are just astronomical. But will he ever make a playoff run with the absolutely trash quarterback situation they have right now in Indianapolis? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Carson Wentz will, will ever, especially now in the AFC, I don't think he'll ever lead them um, to, to the promised land. So you also got to be careful with that. Now, uh, Andy, we see the Tom Brady card go for $2.3 million. It's absolutely insane. Uh, your inbox is flooded uh, all the time. And it's not so much in, in the Discord, but uh, just in general, everybody wants a Tom Brady card. What's your view on the Brady market right now, and and how do you feel uh, about Brady cards moving forward? Because I do think once the retirement news kind, kind of wears off, you will get a minor dip, and that would be your best time to, to get some Brady. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, we are seeing a massive demand right now for Tom Brady rookie cards. And in fact, just the the drama of, of whether or not he's officially retiring or not has only exacerbated this. There's, there's even more demand right now. And I think that it will peak here in, in the coming weeks or month if he actually does announce you know, that he's retiring or I don't know if, if he doesn't. So, um, but I think eventually if he does retire, eventually there is going to definitely be a cool off. Um, and those cars just, there won't be the, the, the focus won't be on him anymore because he's no longer playing. It'll be on the, these new guys that are actually playing and still performing at a high level. Um, and so he'll be more, you know, just kind of subject to the overall ebbs and flows of the hobby 
And then, of course, once he's announced as a Hall of Famer, we should see another demand spike. And anytime he pops his head in the media, a big story about it, one of his brands or NFTs or something, I'm sure that'll, you know, generate um, some some more attention that that will kind of say, oh, yeah, I want to get me a Brady rookie card. And then people may go look and they may find a couple of deals and then they they buy him up. I think he's always going to be somebody that people are going to want to collect and invest in. I just don't think there's, you know, what event is really going to drive a, a, a new massive demand or hype spike for Tom Brady after he retires? I, I don't think anything really. So I, I think you wait just a little bit if you really want to get in on a higher end Brady. I was listening to a a Brady expert, Geo, at a, a sports card nonsense. He was talking about like he 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 has it like down to a T, like the like 45 different Brady variations. And what's very interesting is like, and and this is kind of an anomaly, but his Michigan college uniform cards, Andy are also like expensive. Okay. Uh, and, and that could be, once again, I'm just holding on to a sliver one day that college uniform cards are going to be something down the road. But, you know, Brady just, as far as his card is concerned, you made a good point a minute ago about the red cracked ice, uh, Brady thing, you know, there's so many different Brady variations that goes for a lot of money, right? Whether it be those early 2000s tops cards that have just some gorgeous inserts, man, there's a demand for Brady 2012 prism in a Patriots uniform, first year prism. <laughs> and then obviously, like you said, Andy, Tampa Bay Buccaneer first year 2020 prism uh, Brady cards, which once again, adds to the allure of that 2020 class as well when it comes to sealed wax products because uh, it is it is Brady in his first Buccaneers uniform. And if you want to go even further, Gronk in, in a Buccaneers uniform. So um, it's, it's, it's a very, very fascinating development. But I, I would just be patient if you are, whether it be Joe Brady, well, Joe Brady, Joe Brady. That is kind of weird, right, Joe Brady? Uh, Joe, whether it be Joe Burrow or Tom Brady, I would wait and think about the long term and focus my attention to a guy that I like a lot, Andy, and, and that's Justin Herbert. I, I really do believe in Herbie. I do. Um, and I was just going back, looking at the, the, the stats. This was a guy, he was voted the Pro Bowl starter, Justin Herbert, over Mahomes, over Lamar Jackson. He was voted the Pro Bowl starter. Right. He's got a ton of fans. He's got an absolutely him and Joe both do gorgeous signature as well. Um, and there's so many cool prism autos uh, of Justin Herbert, some just on card, random on card stuff. I, I, I'm a big believer in in Justin Herbert uh, moving forward. Obviously, I'm always going to be Burrow over Herbert, but, man, I, I just truly believe this is a time to zig when everyone else is zagging. And, you know, Andy, I was showing you uh, Prism on card autos uh, in, in a PSA slab that were going for under a thousand. I was like, God, dog, I, I should jump on this now. But, you know, I, I'm I'm a big believer in Herbert. It's got a ton of, of different product out there, you know, being from 2020. And yeah, going back to Brady, what's interesting, man, is there was a ton of competition in the hobby at that time. There was uh, 69 major release, uh, major sets released in the year 2000. And the thing was, Tom Brady wasn't printed in all of them. In fact, a lot of his cards, because he was drafted in the sixth round, were of him in the college uniform 
in right. him of him in a practice uniform uh so it's it's really you know it it kind of makes it really interesting that the fact that you know you compare him to like chad pennington who was drafted uh in the first round from the jets and he was printed and everything and there's so many different options and they're all in the jets uniform and stuff like that um and you have that available today with justin herbert you know um and and joe burrow uh but you look at guys like tyler huntley we talked about tyler huntley playing for uh, the baltimore ravens and and that's that's one of the reasons why I love that rookie ticket auto so much is because that's one of the very few, if only, cards that some of these late late draft guys or undrafted guys get printed in that have professional team logos and a signature, albeit something that's not great like Justin Herberts or Joe Burrows, but still, right? Oh yeah, H- Huntley signature. Ugh, ugh. Uh, 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 uh. it's not a not all signatures are beautiful like tyron matthews right you 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 don't you you don't get the best penmanship on on all of them but it's interesting though like there was that viral video of of um come on quarterback the one to the jets uh, zach wilson zach wilson you saw that viral video of him doing rookie ticket autos <laughs> if those don't all get PSA three surface grades, I'm like, really? Huh? Just put this finger. I'm signing it. But he's not going to be any good either way. So it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Anyway, um, you know, obviously, Andy, as far as this rookie class is concerned, Mac Jones unfairly made the Pro Bowl over Derek Carr. I'm a little salty about that, but still uh, – it's interesting. So once again, this is key as far as like hobby tip of the day and all that stuff. New products still have yet to be released. Prism has been pushed back. Um, all Everything's been pushed back. So once again, you do see some mosaics in the wild. Um, you know, I saw my guy Mint Condition get a Jamar Chase 1 out of 25. Mosaic Ice. Ooh, that bad boy is looking mm. pretty, boy. Pretty. And uh, the mosaic designs have, have grown on me. Uh, but, man, you know, mosaics out now, Andy, once again, those prices are just going to be astronomical. I'm still a believer in Justin Fields being the best rookie card in, in, in this class, the best rookie in this class, not named Jamar Chase when it comes to the hobby. Um, obviously, you know, I would probably say Chase than Parsons, but Parsons plays defense, but still. Um I'm, I'm a big Justin Fields uh, believer. So once again, as far as that release date calendar is concerned, you know, Prism here in a few months, but Mosaic is currently out in the wild. Now, I do want to spend some time, Andy, because you are a rookie ticket auto expert. So uh, before we you know, wrap this thing on up, give people a rundown of what that term actually means. Rookie ticket auto. Well, it's it it's their rookie card, right? And a lot of people consider that the Chase rookie card for any rookie, um, and I I do as well. So it's it's only, it's only printed for that player's rookie year. Sometimes they go back and they'll they'll print one if the player never got a rookie card. That's where you get those little redemptions. Um, yeah. It's like a, a white card that's got the player's name and. The, and information you send it off to Panini and they'll print one, they'll send it to you. But it's got a it's got a ticket format on the card. So it'll have their draft information, it'll have the professional team logos. A lot of time it's got interesting 
uh, information about the first game they played um, or their, their college record, their college statistics on the back. And then a lot of them have the on-card autograph. You'll, you'll find that there are some variations, some certain players that they do rely on a sticker to get the autograph. Um, they, you know, they pull a Panini pulls a, a book of stickers that they had the players sign. They'll be able to put one of those stickers on the card, but, uh, and, and they also have it in college variation as well. They have college rookie ticket autos as well. Um, but this rookie ticket auto is pretty scarce, right? Carter, it's, it's, a, it's considered an insert of the Panini contender set, which used to be manufactured by playoff and, it's very iconic, man. It's very iconic. And there's, there's serial numbered variations. Um, there's optic variations. There's prism variations of the rookie ticket auto. Now, um, back in Brady's day, there was only two variations, <laughs> you know, the regular one, the championship one. Um, but now, you know, they've got a lot more variations and colors to choose from. I love rookie ticket autos. I used to not, I, I'm not gonna lie, Andy, you've kind of peer pressured me into them, right? So this is what sold me on the rookie ticket auto. Drew Brees, right? Drew Brees, Chargers rookie ticket auto. It's one of my dream cards, right? Mm. Then the thing is, is this goes back. I mean, there's a dec- There's two decades now, Andy, of rookie ticket autos of different players, right? One of the most gorgeous rookie ticket autos is Michael Vick. Right, I don't know if you've ever seen his. It is just a flat out beautiful, beautiful card. Um, and you know th- that's the thing; it provides some conformity over the past two decades, right? So that's one thing that I really, really like about the product. Now, once again, there's going to be more rookie ticket autos that are just out there, but it's fascinating, right? Joe Burrow's rookie ticket auto. It doesn't matter what variation of it, Andy. You can't. It is an anomaly to find one under two thousand right now, and that's raw. So, what does that tell you? Even though there's ton on the market, everyone is still wanting it, including myself. That's why I sold my plates and patches, Burrow, to one day obtain a numbered rookie ticket auto if I can ever afford one. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's to me the card now. It just is. As autos have become more important, um, there there is a small shift away from base cards. Even though you could have got Burrow PSA ten prisms for one seventy five just a few weeks ago, now they're selling for seven hundred a piece. Um, it's it's just insane, man. There's I, I I do feel Andy though there is a big difference between the on card auto versus the sticker auto. The on I mean look at that Michael Vick. Just look at how iconic that is. You got the old Falcons logo. You get Mike in his full glory. You got the Falcons wristbands. Just look at that. It, it's 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 gorgeous. It, it's just a flat out beautiful, beautiful card. Um, and, and a Drew Brees PSA seven. Um, I, I saw one selling for, or I saw one trying to sell for twenty four hundred. I just love it, man. I love these older rookie ticket autos. They are just things of beauty. So if you're on watching on YouTube, you are able to, you know, see some examples. Kurt Warner rookie ticket auto. Um, the yeah, only thing I don't, yeah. the only thing I don't like about those Andy is that 
and this also goes for Russell Russell Wilson's rookie ticket auto as well. It's kind of hard to see the auto on uh, on those cards, right? There there are some cards where it is kind of hard to see the auto because the way they made them uh, back in early times, literally the they gave the card to the player and they signed the card. Right. Uh, you know, whereas now they kind of manufacture a space on the card where the players intended to sign it, or, you know, they use a little sticker autograph and they place it exactly where they want it. Uh, but you're right, man. These cards transcend generations. Um, this is also one of the only card sets that is printed for virtually every athlete in the nfl um if you think about it you know there if if you're drafted in the sixth round you don't get printed in the prism you don't get printed in the main tops chrome or bowman chrome sets unless you're you know a rated rookie kind of player um and the they print printed rookie ticket autos of every all players all players so you know set transcends generation it's also a scarce set with with the autograph so it the the supply of the cards from contenders rookie ticket autos equate a lot better to the demand for any given player so you can see price swings in it very quickly um, and, and that supply can disappear at a certain price point, And then immediately you'll see it reappear at a higher, much higher price point just because, you know, they're, they're liquid, um, they're iconic and there's not a whole lot of them. And, and that's the thing. The Brady $2.3 million card was a rookie ticket auto. Uh, is that correct, Andy? Am I right about that? Yeah, it was a championship rookie ticket auto. So that was the only, that was the one of two variations they made that year and it and it was serial numbered out of a hundred love it i freaking love it man i mean even you know the one you're seeing here this kurt warner refractor you know they're selling for 800 i saw one sell for you know over a grand and we're talking kurt warner who's a hall of famer uh but is he a top 15 quarterback of all time probably not so you know it's 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 very fascinating but once again the rookie ticket auto when it comes to autographs are the gold standard now there are better autograph products out there you know obviously if you get a one-of-one auto of something it's uh, that's a game changer but you know you look at Josh Allen's rookie ticket auto. It's an absolutely gorgeous card. Those cards are selling for astronomical prices right now. So uh, especially the, the, there was a numbered Josh Allen rookie ticket auto to 17, right? I don't know if you've seen those, Andy. Those are just filthy, filthy cards. So it's it, it really is a thing of beauty. Um, yeah. And you're looking here at these sold items. Look, what's the cheapest Josh Allen? One thousand dollars raw. It's just crazy. So, uh, also something about uh, about RTAs is that there are going to be different variations of it. So, you know, with Joe Burrow, there's two different. I think there's multiple variations of. There, yeah, it, there, it, there it, certainly is. There's it, probably it, twenty or thirty different variations for uh, Joe Burrow in 2020. I love Allen's. I, I really do love Allen's rookie ticket on. Oh, it's a thing of beauty. So, uh, so yeah, that's obviously really key, and we wanted to make sure we emphasize that. Um, and if you can get a Burrow or if you can get a rookie ticket auto, 
for for roughly 2k on on a burrow it's not the absolute worst thing in the world now uh hobby tip of the week uh for me andy is and i'm doing this now i'm i i am selling uh some of my base burrows right and that once again it's just gathering fun to get a big one down the road or you know get a bigger tyron matthew card down the road um you know, selling base cards when a player is hot is absolutely key because there's just so many of them that are printed, Andy, that the prices just aren't ever going to be what you think they're going to be. So um, that's one of my hobby tips uh, of the week is uh, se- selling very common cards when you can, when the market's really hot, because you made a really good point, Andy, that right now, just the rated rookie Joe Burrow cards, which there are. I, I would guess at least 15,000 of those in existence, Andy. They're selling for $50, whereas Justin Herbert is selling for $25. So that lets you know uh, two quarterbacks, similar stature, similar success levels up to this point in their careers, um, that you know th- this could be the time to, to move some of your more basic product. Absolutely. It's a fantastic time. I mean, in things like, you know, absolutes and rookies and stars and uh college uniform cards and the base mosaics like we were buying i mean i'm saying base mosaic not even the base um base mosaic but the base nfl debut which was an insert that they basically they made and just it was a, a photo variation but it's just as common as the base mosaic and i'm able to sell those 20 dollars a piece right now raw which is fantastic you know and uh, I would capitalize on that and take take advantage of all the hype we're seeing right now. And, and not not just for Burrow, but we're seeing it for T. Higgins and Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. Um, we talked about the sets upcoming for Jamar Chase. Those are Jamar Chase rookie cards right now are insanely expensive, Carter. I mean, the, those press proof premium based Donruss cards that you could have gotten those uh, sets that were limited to target only. I mean, those cards are close going for close to a hundred dollars right now <laughs> for Jamar Chase. Um, and I've seen increases in guys like Najee Harris, but still you can get a Najee Harris one for under 20 bucks. Um, you know, you can, you know, get some of the quarterbacks. Like I've seen significant price increases in Trey Lance uh, since the playoff, um, since they've been knocked out of the playoffs. I've seen price increases for Trevor Lawrence lately. You know, those uh, press proof premium cards are gotten up to $50, $60 for both Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence. Um, but Justin Fields is still like around 20 to 30. Um, Jamar Chase, though, is closer to $100. It's, it's pretty insane, man. Probably higher than uh, Mac Jones sold items in a lot of cases right now. I mean, it's about the neck and neck. Yeah, Jamar's such a big star, though, right? He, he's infectious. It's kind of hard to not love this guy. You know, he's got the single-digit number. He's got the hair. He's got the attitude. He's got eight touchdowns of 30, catch, uh, of 30 yards or more, which is just insane. He's got Chris Paul sending him personalized jerseys. So, I mean, he, he's transcending, you know, even the position right now. And, um, you know, if he's with Burrow, you know, it, he's as much of a lock – uh, for a future Hall of Famer after a rookie year that you could potentially even think of. I mean, he's so special. Um, 
but yeah, you know, it's it's just crazy how expensive all these LSU guys have been. Now, Andy, before we get out of here, plays of the week, we've already touched on some. Uh, I'm going to go first, though, and I, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path uh, and go with Deontay Johnson. Um, I, I like Deontay Johnson a lot. A little bit of just, you know, you can see he gets in his own head with some of the crazy tweets he points out. He has bad drops. He had his about as bad of a playoff game as you could have had versus the Chiefs, but he's still a really special talent, had his best year of his career, uh, made it to the Pro Bowl, and once again, I got a rookie ticket auto of his for legit $20 total on 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 eBay, right, on-card autograph. So, you know, he's only 25, getting ready to hit the prime of his career. He's going to be 26 going into next year. And as we've seen in recent years, 26, 27, and 28 are going to be the best years of most wide receiver careers. So um, Deontay Johnson is someone that I really like a lot, even though the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh is a little murky. Uh, I, I still think he's going to put up big numbers next year. Very interesting play, Carter. Uh, My play of the week is actually going to be a guy that is currently on the same team as him, but I don't think he will be on on the Steelers come 2022. Um, And I'm talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow. That's... That is very interesting. So, uh, so what's uh, fascinating uh, is that you know you talk about Deontay Johnson being 25. He's a 2019 rookie. Juju Smith-Schuster is also 25 years old. However, he's a 2017 rookie. Uh, but, and, and this is what's so nice about uh, the play on, on Juju Smith-Schuster right now is that Juju Smith-Schuster used to be a top three wide receiver uh, before they drafted Chase Claypool, and he. Technically didn't have to stay in Pittsburgh last year, but he decided to re-sign for one year to potentially help Big Ben get to a Super Bowl, and that didn't happen. He got hurt. He missed 12 games. And now uh, we've seen some tweets uh, that it looks like he's hinting at the fact that he's not going to be in Pittsburgh for 2022. We know there's some teams out there that need a wide receiver with his height-adjusted speed score. I mean, he broke out super young. He has a tremendous amount of draft capital coming from USC. So uh, I think he checks all the boxes, man. Elite athleticism, uh, draft pedigree. Um, He was top three. He had, excuse me, he had three top 25 fantasy finishes, two years top 15 in yards after the catch, and one year as the number one wide receiver in fantasy points on a per target basis. Oh. So what Juju can do with the ball in his hands after the catch is incredible. So I don't know if he, if he were to go to Kansas city, if he were to go to the chargers, uh, something like that, Carter, I could see his values going up tremendously because his, his rookie card being in 2017, there's just not a ton of them. Right. And we talk about how iconic those prisms, the rated rookies, uh, the rookie ticket autos, and they're very, very inexpensive right now. Um, so that's that's my play of the week, Carter. I love it. Uh, it's very interesting. There's some rumors. Allen Robinson to the Chiefs. You've 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 made, you've made some money on on a Rob, and you also made a lot of people money on your T Higgins calls. And what's really cool if you join the Patreon community, Patreon.com/slash Football Cards you would have known roughly three and a half months ago that T Higgins 
was stupidly undervalued. You can get some of his really nice on-card autographs for $15, $20, and now they're going uh, for roughly no less than 80 no, no less than 80 And, Andy, you, you were telling people to do it, and – once again, you see testimonials in the the football cards, and look, we you know we get some things wrong, but you know you were you were right on that, and that's the cool thing is you know we, we try our best to help people to get cards on their floor before the hype cycle, and uh, you know it's it's tough, right? Because if you are a big LSU fan like me, and you like sports collecting, and you like memorabilia, and let's just say I knew nothing about sports cards. You just want to buy every burrow that you see. You're just like, oh, that looks cool and it's shiny. And and I made that mistake. I bought so much burrow college uniform cards, and that's how you and I met, right? I found your channel and you're like, sell those now. And I'm glad I did uh for the profit I made at the time because those cards are now worth way less. So, you know, it's very important uh, to keep up with everything at fantasy football card quest not only your youtube channel but patreon.com slash football cards andy what are you doing for the big game oh man probably gonna you know get me some lemon pepper chicken wings in your honor and uh fire up a couple bud lights and uh kick back man and and uh hope that joe burrow lights chase up you know let's do it man as much as i love whitworth and odell i really want Joe to get it done. Until next week, peace. Peace. I know it's going to be a good game. I know I'll tell you that.